0: Hey everybody, got a great podcast for you today and a great thought. We're going to be talking about the serpent in your garden. The serpent is that evil one that's just waiting to beset your plans, to destroy your marriage, to destroy your business, and to hurt your plans, whether they be earthly plans or spiritual plans. He's in the midst trying to destroy it. And I want to get your eyes opened and prepare you for the battle that's ahead sit back and enjoy this podcast The Serpent in Your Garden Hey everybody on Podcast Land it's David coming at you with a new podcast well it's a brand new day today it's like August 2nd, Tuesday it's close to 4 o'clock in the afternoon I figured I'd give you a podcast today while we're getting ready to travel to our other property to mow some lawns today. And I've been on my mind to uh, put out a podcast and I've just been praying about it. I got so much stuff going on and uh, I really apologize not being able to get them out as much as I used to. We're really working on getting some things done and getting things set up for ministry and really working hard back on the podcast here. Winter's coming, so I'll be more indoors. So thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for sponsoring me. Thank you for helping me out. Here's something I want you to think about. Genesis chapter 3, starting in verse number 1, will mm-hmm. say this. Now the serpent was more subtle than any other wild creature that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did not God say, You shall not eat of the tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not die. the man said and we know from there it goes into the blame game so I want you to think about a few things as we read that and a thought I had is anybody out there might be planning to start a business and you might have business partners you might have a great idea and it always starts off great you don't see no problems if you do see problems you overlook them and you don't even think about them you're so excited with the business endeavor that you don't have no bad ideas, no bad intentions, no one would ever hurt you, nothing bad will ever happen. Same thing with the marriage, you look at your wife or husband and there's this beauty in both of your eyes and no problems with each other and you're gonna have this great life and no problems are ever gonna show up. Same thing with the family, look at Adam and Eve, not too long after this they have a boy, Cain and Abel, and one kills the other one. and that was not in the plan of having a child is having murders in your, in your children, one killing the other. You know, I can go on and on. You're going to be starting a church plan. You can be starting a building program where you're going to be outreaching people and it just goes South and everything you planned just didn't work out the way you wanted it. Anything you can put in there. The reason why is because everything starts off like the garden of Eden, perfect and planned out and precise and happy and good motives and good intentions. And before too long, a serpent shows up. And a serpent shows up and gets you to look at something, to get your eyes off the, pre, the promise, the prize, the, the plan, onto the thing that God said not to do, the thing that was contrary to God's word. And before too long, trouble settles in, and it destroys the whole garden. It destroys the whole plan of God. Now, it sounds like, oh, what? who can make it? What is, you know, what? What can mankind do if it's that bad? If that's how it is, you know, what are we going to do? You know, and that's kind of what I want to talk about. Kind of want to talk about. So we all know that in Romans it says, um, all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Now, I think that's 828, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look it up while I'm sitting here talking to you. Yes. Romans 8:28. for we know that in everything God works for good with those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. So, and if it goes on, it says, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And those whom he had, he had destined, he also called, and those whom he had also called justified, and those whom he justified, he also glorified. Now I'm reading out of the standard version, so it keeps a lot of the um, thou's and these out of it, and it also changes a couple other words here, but it gives you the pretty good thought of what it's saying right there. We know that it says, for all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. You know, all things work together for the good. You know, that's, that's the thing. Now, you can't say sin does, no. God forbid, you can't go out and sin and say, God's going to make it on my behalf better. That no matter what happens after I sin, God's going to fix it. That's not what you look at sin. That's not the way you look at life. That's not the way you look at yourself or God. What happens though, is if you're in the garden, like we're talking about, and this garden experience is perfect. This business is perfect. This marriage is perfect. This house is perfect. Everything's perfect. And then a serpent shows up and you made a bad choice, you made a bad mistake, and you wanna rectify that, and you come back to God and you say, God, I am sorry, I did not know, I was beguiled and made a mistake. God starts working the plan that had failed, he turns it into something that can work out to be positive to give him glory. That's the way God works. Now, that plan might cause a lot of hurt, pain, sorrow, and you might not ever attain the first garden that you were looking for. You might not attain that business in the way that you were conceiving it in the beginning. You might not get that marriage the way you conceived it in the beginning. You might not get that family the way you conceived it in the beginning, but God's going to work it out to where you'll have a semblance of something godly before the end of your days. God will work it out for your benefit because he'll get the glory for it. That's what I want to talk about in this podcast today. Now, I just want to put out a um, warning because I feel like I got to warn people. Think about it, if it hasn't happened yet and you've got all these great plans, think about all the trouble that could be heading your way. The things that could be looking for pitfalls or mistakes up along the way to get you to trip up. Think about those mistakes. Think about those plans before they happen. Prepare yourself, pray about it. Pray that God gives you discernment. Pray that you can have your eyes open to see if there's a a serpent in the midst, if there's a person in the midst that's causing you trouble, something that's happening. Open your eyes. Pray about it before it happens. Don't be one of those people that pray after it happens. You know, I've uh, seen I've, in ministry, I've been in a minister for a while, and in ministry I've seen a lot of people mm-hmm. justify sins, justify their uh, bad behavior in churches, bad behavior in godliness, bad behavior in every aspect you can think of. And they always, they always kind of throw it in people's faces. They, they go, I've watched people sin and get caught in sin, go to the altar, pray, and then act like you can't even talk about it, cover it up, you can't even say a word. If you even say anything, you're wrong, and they turn it back on you. And that's the devil, because the whole purpose was, that person made a mistake, that person failed. And to say that we can't talk about it, to say that you can't use it as a testimony, is a huge, huge disservice to the kingdom of God, because you failed, and if it wasn't for God's mercy, you wouldn't even be standing there today. You owe God everything if you failed. You should not throw it in other people's faces that you're this righteous person, that you're holy, you've lived this great life. If you've made all these mistakes, you need to live a life of testimonies where you can help people out of their mistakes. Mm-hmm. you got to be that person. That's what we need need in this day and hour we're in. We don't need no more self-righteous people. We don't need no more people walking around preaching this message that's so perfect that nobody can attain it. I say pooey to that. Pooey, pooey, pooey. I do not want that in my life, and I don't want to preach that in other people's lives. I've seen it too much. It's made my nostrils just fill up with stench. It's made my stomach just quench. It's made my spirit just like feel very just sickening when I get around things and people like that. It's almost like the anointing has come upon me to break that. I cannot stand it. I don't like to be around it. I don't. I almost like I'm allergic to it. And I hope you are, because you shouldn't find safety in that. You shouldn't find perfection in that, because that's not perfection. God didn't say go out and sin, and then when you fail, go to the altar and cover it up and just walk a life that you're perfect. That's not what he said. You know, I've seen people justify it. I've seen people that call themselves pastor justify these kind of things actions and motives because it's people that are close to them, friends. I've seen pastors that's had friends or colleagues, other pastors, do sins that they justified that if their congregation did it they would kick them out or punish them or treat them a a different way. That's no place in the kingdom of God. Sin is sin, redemption is redemption, and grace is grace. But we also have testimonies that we need to give to help people to get them from either stopping from making the mistake or after they made the mistake bring them back to the fold to where they can have a life that god can get the glory for so today in this podcast i want you to think about the serpent in the garden i want you to think about the, the snake that's just waiting there the pitfalls the problems but i also want you to think about the god that can turn all the mistakes into good and use it for his glory and with that god bless Hey, I thank you for listening to this podcast. We have much more podcasts ahead in the future with great thoughts and great provision for your spiritual food. I know God's going to bless you and keep blessing you through these podcasts that you listen to. And right now I want to pray for you for what you just heard. God, I ask you to bless the hear right now to receive your word. And if there's a serpent in your garden right now, I want you to open your eyes and protect them. If they've already failed from this serpent in the garden. I ask you to, uh, to redeem them and to make whatever was bad good in their life and use it for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.